your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. We uh, are going to have a chat now with Sinn Féin Limerick City TD Morris Quinlevin about Operation Kapogue. And uh, what is that? Well, it was established in March of last year to address issues around the sale and supply of controlled drugs and antisocial behaviour in St. Mary's Park in Limerick City. Um, but it obviously impacts uh, far beyond St. Mary's Park itself. Uh, good morning to you, Morris. Good morning, Joe. Morning to your listeners. So you're very concerned that what is effectively being called a drug supermarket continues to operate openly, and this is despite the efforts of Gardaí. Yeah, look, the Gardaí have done a good job in, the, in, in what they're allowed to do or whatever. They have raided that property a number of occasions over the last couple of years, and it's ongoing. Um, but it's deeply, deeply frustrating. It's deeply frustrating for the Gardaí. I've spoken to them myself. You know, people they're in there to do a raid, and that um, that place where they're selling drugs can be open again within the hour, sometimes it's less. And I've heard one case where the Gardaí left and 20 minutes later they were selling drugs from it, from that area again. So it is deeply frustrating. Um, it does need more of a coordinated response. And I just, have a, I just have a huge concern that even though the resources were put in initially, that um, we just haven't solved the main problem, which is the open stealing of drugs from a particular property, which seems to just be unsolvable. But look, at, we can't use that word unsolvable. We have to ensure that the people live down there. And I know many of the people down there. I know many of them very, very well. A lot of them, I consider friends of mine, good working class people, people who worked all their lives and deserve to be, deserve to live safe and secure in their own homes. But the people who are buying the drugs, by and large, aren't from the area. They're coming into the area. It has become a... Um, it's become a, a hot point where people come into the area, so people are coming in the whole time, so it's 24-7. Um, as I say, the Gardaí are frustrated. Um, I'm frustrated, and the local residents, in fairness, are really, really frustrated. They, they don't believe it's been treated with the urgency that it deserves. And look, I would appeal again to the Gardaí, we have to do something. We're a year into the project, almost into the into, into Operation Copug and people down there will tell me they see no, they see no difference, you know, yeah. so. And I know, uh, Deputy Quinlevin, you're very anxious that listeners understand that this isn't, I think, as you said in a statement, some type of Amsterdam uh, coffee house we're dealing with. Yeah, it's not It's not uh, normal. It's not um, my understanding from speaking to senior guardian in Limerick. There's nowhere else in the, in the state where something like this is operating, um, has been operating for such a long thing, but it hasn't been closed down. So we do have a unique situation. Um, they, they, it was deliberately targeted with crack cocaine, cocaine to some of the most vulnerable people in the city so they have a regular supply and people then are coming from across, I understand from across the whole of the Midwest, if not further, are coming in uh, and to get their supply in that particular area. And it's, it's deeply, deeply unfair to the older community who live there. Yeah. You know? And it's worth pointing out as well that crack cocaine is something that sends a shiver down the spines of experts even in this field because of the devastation that it wreaks. Yeah, and um, you, you, I know because I've been in dro- involved with a number of groups for 12 years or more now at this stage. Um, I know the devastation of crack can do, uh, how addictive it is, uh, how dangerous it is, how, uh, you know, once you're tied up with crack, you, it's very, very difficult to come off it. You don't know what you're doing. I met a guy recently, he told me he had no idea what he was doing when he took crack. Um, he said it's 30 times stronger than anything he ever t- took, in, took ever before, and he would have been on heroin and stuff. 
um, the services um, and the Liffey tell us we have to give out more crack bites in Limerick than they're doing the whole of Dublin. So that should send out a bell to somebody that says we do have a massive, massive problem here and it does need to be addressed. Um, and I would just I would just uh, reiterate to Limerick Council, you know, there's a lot more work they need to do in that area. Um, there's still a lot of derelict um, properties need to be taken down. The Gardaí need to keep doing what they're doing, but there needs to be some sort of a coordinated response. I would have a huge concern of the delay for court cases. Um, and, you know, we'd have to have that response, but we have to bring the state back to some sort of normality. And users who can scarcely afford it are spending thousands on crack cocaine, and inevitably that leads to an increase in crime, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. And, like, you know, I've, I've spoken to... Uh, uh, somebody in one of the local services who was telling me that one of their clients told them that she was spending 1,000 to 2,000 euros sometimes and I don't know where she's getting that money you can only guess like but it's probably not from working so we we need to you know there's a win-win for everybody here if we sort this out but look I, I, I don't believe we sort this out by closing down that place but it will sort it out for the community in St. Mary's Park but we need to like drug and alcohol support services across the, across the Midwest are under pressure. Um, there's a waiting list for everything. Um, we need to put the funding into there. We need to, put, to make sure the people who are dealing with this on the ground have their uh, have the adequate resources, whether that would be money, resources, or staff, to deal with. We do have a problem. We have to sort the problem, and we just can't keep in ignoring it. Yeah, and we always know uh, we're talking obviously to Sinn Fein and Limerick City TD Mars Quinlan this morning that we've uh, touched on something when people are sending us WhatsApp messages saying, oh, please don't read out my name. And for example, this one, Joe, as regards to the drug supermarket, it's been operating for years now. I think someone needs to ask some serious questions. Why not place a guard 24-7 directly outside? It is one of the questions that locals are asking in St. Mary's Park. I think that should be done straight away. It should start today. It should be there 24-7. It's, it's beyond the joke now to say just well over two years. I remember um, there was a report here in 2019, I think it was, 129 people went into that house on Christmas Eve itself. So that's well over two years ago. Um, we, we, it's simply not good enough. There does need to be a 24-7 garlic car right outside that door. And people need to, you know, whether it's taxis coming down, they're coming on the bus, they're coming from outside of the area. It just needs to be stopped. And I suppose the, the worrying aspect of this, you know, to be upfront about it is, you couldn't imagine the same thing going on, let's be frank, Absolutely. on the North Circle know, Road, or, say, yeah, or yeah. the Ennis Road, or, you know, there are, there are there, it, just, it just seems unbelievable in a way that there is openly, and, and everyone that has talked to us about this says it is entirely open that there's a drug supermarket running. Yeah. Uh, it's, there's, a, there's an elderly lady who lives there in the area and she said to me one day, you know, and it, it broke my heart when she said it because I know how stressed she is and she said we're in, uh, on the Forgotten Island and, you know, unfortunately uh, I actually agree with her, you know. I do believe there needs to be a more stronger guard response. There was supposedly four additional community guards put in but I think there does need to be a car parked outside that door 24-7 and then that would close down. I'm not suggesting for a minute I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a fool, I know how, they, how drugs work, I'm not suggesting and that's going to be the solution, but it will be a part of a major solution for people. And, in and that is, area. It, is it a resource difficulty that they, they just can't afford to put a guard there twenty four seven? 
I think it is and it isn't because Joe, as you said it quite rightly, if it was other parts of the city, it wouldn't be tolerated. So the resources wouldn't have been the, the main concern. And look, uh, in fairness to Minister Humph- uh, Minister uh, McEntee, the Justice Minister, when I spoke to her on this issue, and in fairness, she organised a meeting of local Oireachtas members at my request, you know, that where Operation Copal came from that. But look, I do think we need to put a similar Garda response in there so the Garda car can be parked outside that door 24-7 and then, you know, we solve that problem. Obviously, we're not going to solve the drugs problem that way, but we'll solve that problem in that area for those people who are living with that now for, what, three or four years now at this stage. Okay. And, and I mean, do you think there's a realistic pr- uh, um, prospect of that? I mean, clearly there isn't any difficulty getting the supply to this particular <clears throat> Location and then it being distributed at the moment, it, it, it seems that you know they, they can get the crack cocaine they need to sell it on. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be any any issue whatsoever. As I said, I spoke to services there. Like local neighbours would have told me that the guardian would have raided the, that place, and one hour later they were selling again. Local people in local services who were dealing with people with some of the addicts told me one addict told him that he was in there twenty minutes after the guardian had left and was able to get crack cocaine and other stuff in, in that property. So, you know, that's why I would I would say we have to even if it's just for a couple of weeks, put a car a car a car outside that door twenty four seven. But what's likely to happen then? They'll probably move elsewhere in Limerick, will they? And yeah, well, that's exactly what's going to happen. So that's where we need to come to the wider problem of the issue of people who are addicted to crack cocaine. And look, we can't ignore this because it is going to cause a problem. You know, where are they getting the money to fund this from? It's going to be from criminality. Um, we need to we need to put additional resources. I've called for this since I was elected in 2016 into the local groups across the Midwest region that deal with people with drug and addictions, deal with the families and the chaos that this is causing because, you know, you're having families getting involved in it. They have no, absolutely no idea one of their one of their um, family members is is taking crack cocaine until the dealers come to the door looking for the money. You know, so that'd be the grandmother paying the money, the uncle or the aunt or whatever, the brothers I, and sisters. And so, I know you've pointed out as well um, that uh, youth unemployment, a major problem in general in Limerick. Eight of the top ten unemployment black spots in this state are still in Limerick City. Eight yeah. of the top ten. Yeah, it's, it's shocking, and, and unfortunately, with the CSO now is going to be done in April, and I don't think it's going to show any huge difference. Um, maybe jig them around, which it has done before, but th- th- we still have probably eight of the top ten black spots, and that's where we're on a high to nothing if we don't go in there and try and sort out youth unemployment and give people what will be a, a, a vision of a better life than you know looking at people driving around in fancy cars and, and you know thinking and thinking they're beyond reproach and they can do what they want, you know. So that signal has to be stopped. So this. Criminal Assets Bureau need to step up and go in and take out um, the, the profit from this for the main dealers and the people who are probably lower level dealers probably need treatment themselves you know probably most of them would be addicted anyway so they need some sort of right. support and services otherwise we're going to be here Okay two other very quick ones uh, Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlivan representing Limerick City is with us uh, first of all uh, the general cost of living the 5% inflation rate the government saying they're going to do something about it Yeah look uh, it's it's People have been struggling for a while, but I think the last couple of months has really exacerbated it. Um, I've never dealt with so many people, you know, referrals to sufficient to all we have to do for people or people. But look, there, 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 is a, there is a concern. Like, for instance, if you're on the minimum wage, you will have got an increase of 30 cent, which is like 3% of the minimum wage. Inflation is over 5%, so you basically got a cut. I'd be raising that with a T-shirt on, 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 on Thursday. But there, those need a whole suite of work or stuff that needs to come in, especially around the cost of living, around heating your home 
home um, people now are telling me the one thing they don't stop paying is the rent they pay the rent and if they're renting privately we're coming across a huge number of people who would be working renting privately and then they're struggling to buy food or to um, pay their bills I've never seen it as bad and it's very worrying when you see it as we've seen online and everyone has you know two bed properties at 2,000 plus a month rent in Limerick and and a lack of properties as as a consequence as well it's just it's very worrying and and finally you mentioned the tarnish to there I mean he was saying we were talking about it this morning on Live 95 including in our news bulletins that there's pushback bureaucratic pushback over the powers of the directly elected mayor is it worth going ahead with this or do we just scrap it and forget about it and leave leave local government as it is well we can't scrap it and forget about it um, because the people voted for this and that's the democratic wish has to be has to be taken has to be accepted and you know implemented but look if, if the government well you, back, you and I both know that ultimately the local referendum was advisory I mean it's not binding the same way a national referendum is so you could potentially say ah look this this is pointless I mean what is the point in putting another layer of bureaucracy over the top of what's already happening you know the current mayor is doing his role uh, you know and happens to be a man at the moment and Daniel Butler the CEO of the council is doing what they're doing if if we're not going to get a role worth it what's the point in holding an election well look I would agree with you on that bit but then that's where this is where we're coming to the crucial point and the tarnish in fairness when I raised with him on last Thursday he did agree with me that there was some departments uh, keep back from some departments so we are waiting and we've been chasing up the, to see what the bill will say so you're 100% right and I think everyone would agree with this we don't want the mayor that has no powers no additional powers but I do genuinely believe if we get this right if we get a bill that has put, uh, new enhanced powers for a, a new mayor elected by the people of Limerick that, that has the potential to be a game changer for Limerick and I genuinely believe if it works really well in Limerick all the other cities and probably smaller towns around the state will want to um, will want to replicate that. So it's crucial what they do. But I do have the concern, and obviously the Tanisha shared it with me that he is a concern. The departments are holding back and won't yeah. devolve the power. Oh, then, yeah. and if that doesn't happen, then it's well, point. I mean, there's no, there's, there really isn't any point going to the polls, yeah. is there? You know, there isn't any point having an election if it's just going to be similar to the current mayoralty or the current structure, the current CEO's uh, role. There's no point. I agree 100%. That's why, the, that's why this legislation has to be crucial. Like I, I, there was a report done, and it was a report done before any legislation was done. There was a dollar octus committee report done, which I contributed to, uh, seeking additional powers. And we haven't seen the heads of bill, so... And I've mm. spoken to ministers, both publicly and privately, about this. I have a huge concern about... There's absolutely no point us having a newly directed elected mayor unless I mean, he has additional I know, powers. I, I know the money's going to, in, in the first instance, be paid centrally, but eventually it'll fall back to the local rate pair. We're talking about 130 grand a year here, basic for the person in this role, not to mention advisors and everything else. And this isn't small money on an ongoing basis. Um, uh, one other thing, uh, Mars Quinlivan, just on the earlier discussion we've had, just texted into us here, 0861239595. Joe, yourself and Morris have missed something very important here. The wider issue is how uh, such a place as a, a drug supermarket can openly operate with no prosecutions. Yeah. Well, I did reference the issue of the courts and, and that's, that is the most frustrating. And you'll see, the last update I got from the police and on that, there was 30 um, breaches of, of bail conditions. You know, I don't know exactly what and I don't want to go into any specific cases, but it is deeply frustrating for me, for the residents, for the guardians themselves, that people are arrested, are facing serious charges, and are back out in the streets themselves, 
uh, selling drugs. You know, so it's, it's deeply frustrating. There is a massive problem with the courts, and I have been in contact with the Minister for Justice. There's a problem. There's a backlog there. Um, cases need to be done. And look, I understand there's people who know the evidence is there against them. They know they're going to be prosecuted. They know they're going to be convicted. So they're selling 24/7. So you know, on the basis of probably getting as much money as I can now before I get you know convicted. So it is deeply, okay. deeply frustrating for us. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for talking to us about uh, those important issues this morning. That is uh, Sinn Fein TD for Limerick City, Morris Quinlevin. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.